Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. Brandon, who are we? We are the Markout Movie Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen that are tuning in live. <laughs> we are. Uh, and in today's episode, we are uh, doing a review for the uh, Adam Sandler new movie that is out on Netflix. Been out for several weeks now, I believe. Uh, Hubie Halloween. Um, and let's we're going to get into it. Uh, first, uh, I want to ask Brandon. Yes, sir. Uh, where can I where could I get me one of those nifty mugs? Uh, I don't think you can, but you know, I would love to have one myself. <laughs> yeah. I, that was um a ridiculous that was the most ridiculous part about the movie. It, it really was. I didn't mind it though, but I was like, what can this thing not do? Right. Yeah. I mean, with a mug like that, <laughs> you know, like who needs a Swiss a Swiss Army knife? It's funny. Yeah. All right. We, I'm going to talk about one thing about it here in just a little bit. First, let's get into uh, the synopsis. This is coming from, from IMDb. The movie is UB Halloween came out 2020. It is PG-13. Uh, now we're in 42 minutes. And uh, despite his devotion to his hometown of Salem, and this Halloween celebration, Hubie Dubois, is it Dubois? Dubois? I, I don't know. I think it's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, is a figure of mockery uh, for kids and adults alike. But this year, something is going bump in the night, and it's up to Hubie to save Halloween. Uh, it stars Adam Sandler as Hubie. It stars Kevin James as Sergeant Steve Downey. Julie Bowen as Valid Valentine, Ray Liotta as Mr. Landolfa, and uh, Steve Buscemi as Walter Lambert, and a host of other people, Tim Meadows. Uh, and also, Adam Sandler's children are in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, go ahead and hit them with them numbers. The numbers, they won't be pretty, I can guarantee you that. Uh, it got a 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, Metacritic gives it a 53%. That sounds about right from them. 82% uh, like it on Google. So that's probably your positative number you're going to get. I mean, I, I would assume. It's the most positive number. I think that would be the most get. positive, and I would be correct. 47% <laughs> on the tomato meter. So Rotten Tomatoes thinks this movie is rotten. <laughs> And the audience score is 49%. So it, it's almost halfway, you know, but mm -hmm. it, it is what it is. You you expect it, nothing less from Adam Sandler comedy these days, though, for it to either be low or a mixed reaction, right? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not going to be like uh, early, early Adam. You're going to get uh, more positive scores You like uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Uh, wedding singer, even I liked Little Nicky. You know, I'm probably one of the few folks, I, I'm probably one of the few folks that actually like Little Nicky. Uh, and uh, I even like I liked Punch Drunk Love, I thought that was I like that, that one interesting. Too. Uh, yeah, but yeah, okay, let's fast forward all these years. Say those movies came out today, you think they would have a positive reaction? Um, uh, like. 
his Billy stuff Madison. that he oh yeah. no, I think that they were they were good for their time. Yeah. Uh, I think they because we 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 watched them at that time frame in our life, we enjoy them, right? But yeah. I think that they are good they're they're good for their time as far as like it would not be as well received today. Like uh, Happy Gilmore wouldn't be as well received today as uh, it would have uh, been. It was then. And uh, I I did, I like, that's probably my favorite one of his is actually uh, Happy Gilmore and Wedding Singer. It's, it, I have to say Happy Gilmore at the Wedding Singer and um, Big Daddy. I really enjoyed Big Daddy. Yeah. I liked, uh, Water boy, you know, just like I like yeah. his earlier stuff. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you with uh Big Daddy. That's in my top three. I think I think though Billy Madison's in my top three. And I, I don't know, it's Happy Gilmore's up there, uh the Water Boys up there. Um I don't know. I don't know what the other one would be. Uh, I have to think about it, but I do agree with you. I don't think they would be well received today. But you know, I, I still, I mean, I still love Tommy Boy. Uh, I still enjoy Black Sheep for, even though I know it was Tommy a product Boy of is, time. yeah, Tommy Boy product. is okay. I, no, just, I was I'm like saying product of its time and the nineties. <laughs> Ace Ventura. I'm just listening yeah, yeah. To I, was about to, I, I was about to say that. I was about to say. I was about to say that with Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura yeah. is a product of its time, but it still holds up for me. Uh, it just yeah, I agree with you. Uh, but I haven't but, seen. Yeah, the, Adam's earlier work in quite some time. Uh, the last one I saw was probably Airheads, and he had a, you know, he was a smaller character. Brendan Fraser was the, the guy. Yeah. Steve Buscemi had a bigger role than Sandler, so that tells you oh, where that man. where they were. I hadn't seen that movie so long. But that's probably uh, the latest I've seen. Going back, I haven't checked them out in a long time. But you yeah, know. but. Anyway, we we're here. Uh, so at, Adam had uh, Oscar snubbed performance. Uh, I hadn't seen it still uh, in Uncut Gems. Uh, that I've uh, many many uh, people I know raved about, including yourself. And um, and he he said something, Brandon. And do you think something. that this is him doing it? Because I I personally don't feel that way about this film, but go ahead. No, I don't think it's, I, I know what he said. He said he was going to make the worst film ever made. Uh, I don't think this is it. Uh, I don't think he desired. To, I don't know. I don't think he, I think he was joking. I don't think he goes out of his way to make a bad film. I mean, I mean, it's hard to make a good film too, but I don't think anyone goes out of their way, even if they are getting snubbed by the Oscars. I feel with Hubie Halloween. Uh, so he, uh, he is, this is Adam returning to his man child type of character yeah. uh, that he's, that's his bread and butter, or, or it was his bread and butter, you know, with Billy Madison, uh, Happy Gilmore. Uh, I think I even throw um, Big Daddy in there. He was a man child, you know. Uh, so I think that that's his bread and butter, those type of characters. And I think that this film, uh, even even um even the arcade movie they made uh Pixels. what was it called Pixels yeah mm -hmm. I, he was like a man child still but you know which I didn't hate that but you know but anyway uh I think that 
that is his bread and butter. And I think that this film is him returning back to that type of character. And um, and we start out with Hubie, and we see that he gets constantly berated by, as the as it synopsis says, children and adults alike. I felt yeah. most part of it. I felt it is very mean natured. Uh, you know, when it comes to Hubie, I felt I felt bad for Hubie. Uh, yeah, I, I just didn't like I didn't like the constant bullying. That's not a good message. Uh, and and at the end, they kind of you know turned that around and everything. But still, um, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just one of those. It's just one of those movies that I got a lot of earnest, earnest, uh, scared, uh, stupid vibes. What do yeah, you I think? Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, it was uh, yeah. It was about bullying, and it's not a positive message, but it is in a way because because of, of the ending. Uh, my only negative about this, though, is the casting of the mom. I really feel they should have tried to went for uh, Kathy Bates because I felt like oh yeah, I didn't feel he was Bobby Boucher, but I, he was somewhere in the middle of that character. And I was just like. He had a mom. He's always bullied. Uh, I was like, Kathy Bates would have been perfect for this role. And I'm not saying the actress that played his mom wasn't good. It's just I know Kathy would have brought a little extra. And I think it was a missed opportunity there. Because he worked, I mean, he got a lot of people he worked with, like the girl, the main girl, the love interest. It's a reuniting them from uh, Happy Gilmore, you know? And I didn't realize there's a Happy Gilmore together. Yeah. Yeah, see, brought, when I think about her, I immediately think of uh, Modern Family now, and yeah. I can't see her. In, I, I think I forgot that she's been in anything else. Of course, she's been in every <laughs> other things, but I don't. Who was she in? Uh, who was she in that? Happy Gilmore. Uh, yeah. The uh, the love interest. Yeah, I forget what our actual job title was. She worked uh, at the. She worked at the uh, worked golf PGA. place. Yeah, PGA. She worked on. Oh, PGA that's her. Too. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like that shows, that shows you how long I've, it's been since I've seen that film. So that's cool. Um, I was expecting, even though I, I kind of knew that she was in this, but I was expecting him to, you know, maybe maybe gonna get a Drew Drew Barrymore again because I liked the way that they work off one another. Yeah. I think that Drew Barrymore makes more sense as the lady that would be like enamored. Like believably enamored with Hubie, I, I think yeah. that I think that this lady, this actress, I don't remember her name. Uh, uh, I guess her name is Julie Bowen. Yeah. So I think that uh, Julie's uh, portrayal of Violet Valentine, I think that it came off for me like not really believable, because like. I don't believe that such a, a woman like that would be heads over heels for, you know. Yeah. It, it is hard to imagine. <laughs> uh, but, you know, stranger things happen. Um, but it is hard to imagine that a woman like that. But then she was married to St Kevin James' character. So I didn't see that either. I, I didn't. He, he came off so... Douchey. Yeah. yeah. It just I hated the wig. <laughs> just I hated, I hated the wig. I hated his character. Like like he 
I think that there was a waste waste of a character for him in this film. I thought he's too much of a caricature, you know, and not so much a real person in this film. I, I wish that I, I probably wish they would have went with one of Adam's other buddies that he, he that wasn't in the movie to do with I or the other guy that's usually his like best friend or whatever. I wish yeah. they would have went with someone other than Kevin, or if they just went with Kevin, I wish that they would have made him a different character than than that. Because yeah, I, I agree with you. He did come off very sleazy. Um, like I said, everybody felt very like mean, just mean yeah. towards Huey. But well, um, I, before we get into too much of it, we gotta mention Ben Stiller. We just got to. I mean, mm. he was all right. Now, yeah. Now he is actually playing Hal from Happy Gilmore, but yeah, me, and you, me and you believe he's also playing the character from Dodgeball and Heavyweights. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that after but, after he's uh, after he got taken down by uh, by the uh, the the gym with yeah. the uh, in Dodgeball, he went back to his role as an orderly. And just happened to land in Salem, uh, Massachusetts. <laughs> is that where Salem is? Yeah, Oregon. I have no idea. Massachusetts. I don't know. I don't know countries. Or I don't know states. States, states, Aaron, states. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. States. When Salem, he which up, When he popped up in the beginning, I marked out. I was like, yes. But that was it. That was it. Was just the cameo, and I was disappointed by that. But mm-hmm. I. I'm not a big Ben Ben Stiller fan, but I love him as his character. I want to see more of this guy. This guy deserves his own movie. Whether he's connected to heavyweights or dodgeball or not, I would love to see how <laughs> more. Oh, uh, he's but connected. I think he's connected too, but you know, it's it's not legit yet. Not, but he's not came out and said, "Oh yeah, these four characters are the one and one and the same." But right. I, I loved I loved him. Uh, it was was great to see him it was great to like it's a great way of starting i will i will say this i like the beginning of the movie uh like the uh the halloween logo for uh for in this movie actually successfully put me in the mood for halloween so it it accomplished that you know uh and watching i'm like yeah i'm now in the mood to watch halloween movies now you know like uh you know so (laughs) <laughs> Before that, I wasn't really in the mood, and I watched it today. That's what happened. I watched it today. I wasn't gonna watch it yesterday, but I watched it today. And uh, hopefully, nobody. I watched it sometime. Just say I watched sometime because people might be listening. But anyway, uh, I'm watching, man. I'm watching. <laughs> but yeah, I'm watching. I forget we are live. <laughs> yeah, we're live. We're live. No. Uh, anyway, uh, but so. I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed this film though as far as um, I enjoyed some things in it and I didn't enjoy other things in it and that's where I landed. Like I enjoyed Hubie's character. I, I thought it was okay. It's funny that he gets scared out of some things. You know, he's easily frightened. But then I thought it was over the top at times. I'm like, come on, guy. You know. And then I thought that the it was cute at first with the mother. Wearing the weird, all the the sleazy shirts, um, but after a while it just got dumb, you know. And the boner thing, it was like, 
Yeah, it was funny the first couple of times. I'm like, it's funny, good callback. But then, like, it just kept kept on. But let's talk about one thing real quick. Okay. Will from Stranger Things. Will Will uh, Will Biden. Will Will. What is his character in Stranger Things? The kid that is the oldest son of Violet. Uh, he is the kid from Stranger Things, the one that got disappeared and went into the. Will. Yeah. As we'll 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 bite. I haven't seen strange things so long now. We'll bite. We'll Byler Biden. Some some. Will something. Anyway, you're looking it up, aren't you? I am because I I did not notice him in in the movie. Honestly, uh, is he in the movie? Yeah, yeah, he is in the movie. Totally. Uh, he is the he's the kid that had a crush on uh, the uh, person that was working at the coffee shop. And he he dressed like the Tin Man oh, in the movie. Oh my God, you're right, Noah. Yeah. Oh, Noah. It has been a yeah. long time since we've seen Stranger Things because he's all grown up now. He's a big kid now. Like he's like. I don't and know then, how like, they're gonna explain that. How do they explain yeah. it? It's gotta be a time jump. It's gotta be. <laughs> they now gotta I'm be a like, yeah, I, I didn't put that together. That that was him. Because I, I think I recognize wheel, his I think, face. I think a small wheel. Now he's tall, Will. <laughs> you know, he's he was like one of the smallest ones out of all the Stranger Things kids. Yeah. And now he's just like the kid just 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 like the other kid in Stranger Things. He's just blown up, man. He's just yeah. like you've seen him in uh, The Turning, I guess. Um, yeah. The, yeah, that kid is grown up now. But yeah, yeah, they, they got to jump, jump to the 90s or something. I don't know. There's no way you yeah. keep it in 84 or something. But uh, anyway, but yeah, he's in this movie. Along with, as we mentioned before, Adam Sandler's kids are in this movie. Uh, it was cool. To, I noticed that they looked a lot like Adam. And I was like, they must be his kids. And so it looks a lot like Adam and his wife. His wife is in this movie as well. She's a reporter. Um, she's in every movie that he's in, essentially. Uh, but she's uh, the reporter. And, yeah, they look a mixture of Adam and her. So I was like, that has to be. Related. They must be related to this guy. And they are. And so I thought it was cool to see his kids showing up in a movie uh, with their father. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a family reunion. Anytime he does anything these days, Com- comedy wise, it's it it's like, and I, I respect him for doing that, uh, keeping his friends, uh, getting work. Employed. You know, I, yeah, yeah I, I respect that because most people in his position wouldn't do that. They wouldn't care. And uh, he does. I mean, he he tries to work as many people as possible, you know, from back in the SNL days to, you know, even Kevin James getting him roles that he has no business having. But he <laughs> still does. Cause, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a big Kevin James fan. Um, no, me neither. I, I, I wish that that cop character would have totally went somewhere else. Like, I love I love the fact that he does that. Like you mentioned, I love the fact that Adam will employ his friends and uh and and keep them coming back i love seeing i love i love seeing rob schneider again in this film yeah. i love seeing him i always i always love seeing steve buscemi uh i'm i'm a fan of his and uh i like seeing um even like he he got people like uh tim meadows to return uh My, michael chiklis uh yeah. to sh- show up um George Wallace, him. he returned from uh, yeah. George Wallace returned from 
uh, Little Nicky. So yeah, he played uh, like the I, I loved mayor. his character because it was the it was a parody of the mayor from Jaws. So I love that. I mean, That's why I was gonna ask you was he was that a parody because because wasn't the suit he was wearing kind of spot suit. on? I mean, it was well, it wasn't the same suit, but it, uh, spot on, uh, like a replica of this of that suit from you know of Jaws. But yeah, I love that he knew there was danger. And he was still gonna have, you know, the the what was it? Like some type of Halloween festival. Yeah, I forget what they actually called it, but uh yeah, he knew the danger and he was still gonna have it. Like Larry Vaughn in Jaws. Yeah. You know, and, and I was kind of hoping he was gonna die if people were dying. Like I didn't expect them to be dying, but if they were going to be dying, I was hoping the mayor was gonna get it. Because he never yeah, got no it. One. Yeah. It would have been yeah. like revenge. Spoilers, guys. We're going to spoil this movie. If we hadn't already, uh, with the introduction of uh, Ben Stiller in this movie, which it's, it's not too much. I mean, it's just at the very beginning. It's just a nice little Easter egg for us to yeah. let us know that it's connected to Happy Gilmore. Uh, so, yeah, it's all, it's all, I think it's all connected. Plus, the O'Doyles are in this movie. They have now relocated to this part of uh, the country. Uh, so they're there because uh, that one kid is a he's they actually said uh, Odoyo rule. I heard him say Odoyo rule. Um, yeah, it, it was a, a good throwback to all his 90s films. I mean, he I, I love that he does that. Uh, he connects little dots and it's for the fans. Yeah, uh, it's fan service, but we're okay with service. we're okay with yeah. fan service. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we are. I mean. That's that's who that's who he makes the movies for. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I don't understand anyone that's not okay with fan service. Uh, to a point, I mean, you don't want to be, you don't want to give too much to the right. fans, mm-hmm. where you don't do your own movie, your own vision that you see it as. But you know, throw throw a little bone here and there to the fans. I'm okay with that. Uh, I want to I want to ask you about uh, I want to ask you about. Uh, Michael Chiklis and also Ray Liotta. Those, these are two guys that are typically known for playing like really tough guys. Like well, the first time we kind of seen a comedic side to Ray Liotta was oh, uh, Wild 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 Hogs, was it? Yeah. The first time he wasn't even comedic. He was still playing pretty serious, but it was a comedy role and stuff. And Ray Liotta is a guy that puts fear in me. Uh, I, I don't know, him. just some, just some about him. the way he looks. He looks like a guy that you really don't want to cross. But but he also looks like he'd be a sweet guy to meet in real life. And then Michael Chiklis, of course, he's known for playing, um, you know, tough Big guys. Mackie. Yeah. Uh, he's mm-hmm. also, he will, he will forever be, uh, he will forever be the thing from the Fantastic Four. I don't care what he does in life. He's going to always be that guy. Uh, but yeah, he's gonna always be that character. Like when I think of that character, I immediately think Michael Chiklis. Yeah, it is what I mean, it is. I mean, you have to. I mean, uh, my, but I don't know. He could move on to something else eventually, uh, like uh, Captain America did. But <laughs> but did he really? I guess he did. With with uh, knives out, yeah, he moved into a different. I mean, you gotta look at him as Captain America now, not not 
from uh, Fantastic Four now. He's going to always be. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you did there. Maybe you're right. Michael he's Ward. not human. I forget that he was a human torch. See, but, you uh, got Captain America. You forget all about the human torch. Yeah, well, he's a <laughs> he's a much better Captain America than he was ever a human torch. Yeah. Um, but I don't think there has been a good human torch. Michael B. Jordan, I'm looking at you. Still don't think you was a good human torch. But anyway. Um, I haven't but, seen it. Yeah, I've seen Fantastic Four. Stick. Uh, anyway, that's what it's called. No. Something like that. Anyway, but I, what do you think about these guys in this film? Like, he was able to pull out some heavy. I consider Ray Liotta a heavyweight um, in this in this film, and Michael Chiklis as well. And he got some other people that shows up. Uh, Maya Rudolph is in it. Uh, so how do you feel about some of these people that showed up in this movie? Uh, well, I'll start with Maya Rudolph. Uh, I expected her because she's been kind of, I, I want to say she started working with him when grownups. She's been kind of coming in and out here and there. So I, I, it was good to see her. Glad she did it. Uh, I'm glad she allowed Tim Meadows to have his moments too because she could steal scenes and she does steal scenes when they're together, but she also let him have his moment. So it was good to see her. But as far as the main two, you asked about Michael Chiklis. Um, I, I was impressed i don't think i've ever seen him do comedy before i think he was i think he did a prior adam sandler film but i don't recall it i can't think of, I can't even think of what movie he was in uh, but I, i'm not sure what it was but i, I was impressed by him I, I mean he didn't get too many too many lines or he wasn't in the movie a whole lot but i was impressed when he was in it he made me chuckle a little bit here and there now ray Liotta. <laughs> Oh. Ray freaking Leota, man. Oh, I've always loved him. A very uh, serious, intense actor. Um, when he pushes Adam Sandler, because <laughs> it's a funeral of his own dad, he pushes him in the hole. Lord, forgive me for this. <laughs> but I bursted out laughing. <laughs> I just <laughs> I couldn't help it. It just it wasn't the push itself. It was the the laugh after seeing Ray Liotta just laugh like that. It, it brought a smile to my face. It made it's me crazy. laugh. It was you might, like you, I was mean, like, you might need psychological help, my man. <laughs> but yeah, that's crazy. Uh, that part, like, <laughs> it was funny in the sense of like I thought is I thought like his mom was gonna laugh too, but his mother was like. Oh, it's so disrespectful. What are you doing? You yeah. know, it's like, it's like, ma, it's funny. It's kind of And then, like, he sits down and he has the soup. And then the dude starts trying to close the, uh, like, close the hole. And uh, he said the dead speak. And pop. Now, I want to talk about Steve Buscemi. I absolutely love Steve. I thought yeah. that every scene that he's in, he steals. Uh, he shows up as a creepy, almost at first, like a Mr. Rogers vibe like a creepy dude that just moved in next door but he's overly friendly and he's like oh if you hear anything don't be alarmed if you're hearing weird noises like you know don't be alarmed i'm thinking i, I, I was thinking oh is he a serial killer that was my first thought um and uh i just <laughs> then like when he's boarding his house up he said he, he, he aired a draft uh felt a draft a little a little like that um it was just so funny steve Steve steals it, and then uh, the reveal that uh, Rob Schneider was in this movie steals it. And Rob was only in it maybe two or three, 
two or three scenes, every time he shows up and actually is, especially when he's interacting with Steve, it's so funny. Like Rob, Rob Schneider is a guy that I absolutely love. I'm a, I'm a huge Rob fan and it is what it is. I'm not afraid to say it. I'm a fan of Rob Schneider. Well, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Uh, enjoy who you like. That's what I say. Um, I like Rob. Uh, I, he's never gotten the respect he deserves. Um, I mean, he's never, I don't think he'll ever be the main actor like in a, like Again? a well, I mean, I know he did a few well, films like Deuce Bigelow and The Animal, The Hot, hot Chick, Chick, but he never got a studio backing him like they did Sandler or Farley, you know? Yeah, and some of them just think, don't have it. Yeah, and I, I well, think... Well, it sounds rude and mean, and I don't want to say it that way, but I just say that, like, uh, like you for every Sandler and every Farley and every Chevy Chase, People like that. There's got to be a Dan Aykroyd, or there's got to be a. Uh, there's got to be a. Uh, see, I, I, I'm even blanking on his name. Not Rob Schneider, but the guy that was with Chris Farley all the time. David Spade. David Spade. Although I give David props, he was pretty funny in Deuce Bigelow. But you know, it just there's not you. It's hard for you to get that level of like an Adam Sandler or a yeah. Chris Farley. There's nothing wrong with being a Dan Aykroyd. Nothing. I mean, no, no. in his in his time, and I'm a big Dan Aykroyd fan. Calm down, Brandon. I'm not ashamed to admit that. I, yeah, he may not be as big as like Chevy was or uh, Eddie or well, no one's big as Eddie. <laughs> but you know what I mean from from that time period of SNL characters. You know, uh, he may not have been big as the main Bill, ones. Bill Murray. Yeah. And, um, what's the other guy's name? The Blues Brothers Belushi. Oh, John, John, John. Yeah, he was, Jim. Yeah, John, 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 John Belushi. You know, he wasn't as big as him, but they jailed together, especially as the Blues Brothers. But, you know, Dan had his movies, too, where he I remember one he did with uh, Gene Hackman. Um, the funniest I've ever D seen him. Dirty Rodden Scant? No, that's not him. No, that's, no, that's um, I forget the name of it, but uh, it, it was he had multiple personalities throughout the movie. And when he was an NASCAR driver, it was hilarious. I mean, <laughs> it just was um, uh, like Dan is, will always be one of my favorite comedians of that era and probably of all time. I think it's I very that, I think that some of these guys though, I think that they do well, they do better when playing off of that other yeah. person and they, they gel together. Like Dan Aykroyd being in Ghostbusters works well with Bill, works well with yeah. uh, Earl Ramis, works well with Ernie Hudson. You know, um, I hope I'm not leaving out um, a, a buster, a Ghostbuster. But um because yeah. God forgive if I do, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean when you talk about but Ghostbusters, they work well uh, together, yeah. When you talk about Ghostbusters, though, man, that that was a whole team effort. Uh, everybody involved. It wasn't just Bill. It wasn't just Dan or Ernie or Harold or Sigourney. I mean, you had little Rick Moranis oh, in there too. Rick Moranis, <laughs> and he was still in scenes too. I mean, it was just it was a whole team effort, and that's that's what comedy is. It's a team effort. Yeah. And that's why I love seeing Adam 
get back to him, bring in all of his, not just SNL buddies, but people he's met throughout the years that he knows is funny, bringing them together. And, you know, a lot of people may not like it, you know, the film itself, but you can see these guys having a great time together. And I, I enjoy that. I enjoy seeing them having a ball together. And, you know, the movie may not be the greatest. I'm not saying it's a classic Sandler film because it's not. But I have fun watching. But it's better. It's better than Inglorious uh, Inglorious Six or whatever. Uh, it's, it's better than yeah. that, you know. Yeah, it and it's much better it's than anything that the Wayne Brothers has ever put out. As far as like, like you know, I'm not saying all right. Scary movie was great, uh, you know. But I'm saying like the later stuff that uh, Marlon's putting out, like what's it, uh, Six Tuplets, terrible. Um, but I'm yeah, saying what one, my, my point good. is. Hubie Halloween, I think, would be it's not Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest Scared Stupid is a classic Halloween kids movie that is cool yeah. and kids can watch it. This movie, I think, is for a new generation where kids can yeah. watch. It doesn't really have monsters or anything that really goes bump in the night, but I think it's it's tame enough for kids to watch and enjoy. I think it has humor that kids would like, you know, uh, but it's not a, it's not a, it's not an Ernest Scare Stupid or it's not uh Hocus Pocus or, you know, any other, you know, Halloween Town or anything like that. It's not that, but I think that it belongs in the category as those, because I think yeah. this is for this generation, a, good, a movie that kids can watch and it's not too scary or anything like no, that. You no, know what no. I'm saying? And what I love, well, I don't love about it, but what I did enjoy a lot about this film is that you can get behind Hubie throughout mm -hmm. the whole film. You can get really behind his character. You can you, you cheer him on, and uh, you keep cheering him on, even though he is getting made fun of throughout the whole movie. You talk about a guy. What, what kind of guy? Like, I want to be that guy. And a lot of noise in the background, but I want to be that guy that, that, that gets bullied and still fights. Right. Yeah, I really did. I love his character. Yeah, I uh, I did too. Uh, I like that. There's a lot going on. Um, there was life. <laughs> but it's life. But um, yeah, I like that the. Uh, uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh my goodness, this is happening. It's all right. <laughs> Not sure what's going right, on. So, There's a lot going down right now. So I like that this movie, uh, like even at the end when he was uh, thinking about all the time where they were bullying him, and he yeah. was thinking about just letting that. Uh, so people throughout this movie, we hadn't even discussed the movie really. Um, so Hubie Halloween essentially, he Hubie. He his, he likes to go through and uh, uh, keep the people safe from you know on Halloween. Make sure nobody is hurt and stuff. I don't know why this is something he loves to do. I thought it was going to be discussed like maybe his dad did it and he's keeping the legacy of what his dad did or something like that. I don't feel like it was ever really discussed why he does it. Other than he just likes to make sure people are safe, and he feels like this is his task well, in life. It's, it's his ancestors, or what happened in Salem, 
his uh I forget one of his grandmothers that was considered a witch. Yeah. And you know you know what happened to her. So that's why he feels obligated to make sure everyone's safe. So uh yeah. That's okay. what I got from him. That's what I got from him. That's why he did what he was doing. But you don't really find much out about his dad though. You know, no. other than he uh made fun of him too a little bit. You know, it is that that well he says dad died, right? Yeah. But you don't uh, I don't know, it just didn't feel like he was a re- really good father, you know. <laughs> but uh well Real quick, let's talk about the thermos in the room. The thermos. <laughs> the, thermos. Uh, the thermos. So this yeah. thermos, Hubie, Hubie has this thermos. Um, the first thing I seen him doing is I thought he was drinking something. He is pedaling, drinking it, pouring the soup, drinking the soup or whatever. Uh, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then, like, these kids was throwing eggs, and he caught the eggs. Yeah. He said, thanks for lunch, and he shook it up. And he made a Rocky reference. Um, I was like, wait, there's, there's eggs. There's like shells. And I didn't get it at first. But then like once he started doing other stuff, and it just got more and more outlandish, the stuff that he does with this thermos. Like it has a light on it. It has a Batman grappling hook on it. <laughs> it has, they have a flamethrower. No, somebody else just had a flamethrower. But it has, it doesn't have a compass. It does not have a compass. I mean, imagine if it did. Oh, man. Hubie goes treasure hunting with the, with the Goonies type style movie. I mean, I, I'd be down for it. But, you know, but yeah, it doesn't have a compass. Oh, the thermos. Oh, it, it man, it's a character on its own. It just, it just is. And it's over the it top. Is, it is Doctor Strange's. It's like Doctor Strange's cape. It's a yeah, character. It, it's a character. It's over the top on every level you can think of. Um, but you know what? I I kind of dug it. Uh, as outlandish was, as it I is, was, I was curious to see what else it does. <laughs> yeah, I'd be curious to know what else it can do too. I mean, how does it? How does he fit it all in? I mean. I gotta know this. That's that's the question you have to know after watching Hubie Halloween. Right. Hey, I'm not your mom. <laughs> I am not a mother. Okay. She's coming back. She's coming back. Right. We are living Hubie Halloween at Aaron's house. <laughs> oh yeah, we are. Uh but yeah, so I thought that the um I thought the thermos was 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 cool. So so Hubie is being all right, so at the beginning we set up that uh, uh, Hartman, which I thought he named after Phil Hartman. Um, uh, I thought so he he died he uh, he escaped from the mental institution, a la Alan Lee Ward, paintball uh, for those watching. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so he escapes from the institution. And uh, it, I thought that every time they showed him in the shadows and stuff, I thought that was really cool. And he had like the pig head on and stuff. Uh, and so you have you have this guy that escaped. And so all of a sudden, every time someone is making fun of Hubie, 
someone snatched snatched them. First, you're like, oh man, it's just people are out snatching somebody or hunting Hubie. Um, but you kind of find out that no, it's not Hartman. He's actually uh, there to rescue Mr. Uh, Walt. Uh, yeah. And he's actually escaped mental is a patient who thinks he's a werewolf. And uh, also, Hartman likes to pee on things. So that's his thing. That's what yes, he, he likes them. He does and, like uh, to urinate a lot. It's just a disgusting <laughs> habit he has urinating in people's lawns. Uh, and on other stuff, but he, uh, but he, uh, but you kind of find out that he is not the one snatching people. It was actually uh, Hubie's mother, who uh, who seemed like a sweet little lady, and that was a good twist for me. I didn't see it coming. Um, I did. Uh, Beth thought it was going to be the, the the love interest, and I said it's going to be the mom. And this is why they should have got Kathy Bates. She could have went all misery on these people. <laughs> you know, I just, oh, that would have well, been great. It would have been. I was like, man, missed opportunity there. But the mother was good. The actress that played the mom was good. I just, I got that vibe of Bobby Boucher and his mom in Waterboy with them. Um, but, you know, I just wanted Kathy Bates to be mm-hmm. the mom so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and, um. I thought that it was uh I thought that was it was a cool little twist for me that uh she was the one that was and then that even after he saves their life, like that moment like he thought about all the things that they did to him and he was really really thinking about letting the fire burn them, right? Um, yeah, but at the last second he sees Violet's face and Things about the nice things that she says to him and how he didn't want to disappoint her. And so he saves the day with his trusty thermos. Uh, and uh, and the mom gets away and the mom's still out there. No one yeah. knows where she's at. No one will ever tease him again because the mother will show up. You never know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I like that. Um, I like that aspect of it. Um I just one thing. One thing I don't man. think it's believable that Hubie would go to what what qualifies him to be the mayor of Salem. Like there's more to being the mayor than Halloween, man. There's like more <laughs> to it. It's a bigger job than, than Yeah. That. So what what qualifies this man to be the mayor? Wouldn't you agree that he would make a better mayor than the mayor they had? <laughs> I agree. I agree. I mean, nobody <laughs> wants to jobs like mayor. Um, um, so yeah. Well, I think what qualifies him, he's going to do whatever is in the best interest of the town and the people, you know. And it may might not mean mean much to to a lot of people. Uh, he's not going to play politics, you know. He's going to do what's right, you know. And I think that's for a fictional town. Well, it's not a fictional town, but it's for a, a real town, Brandon. I know. But for the movie itself, it's fictional. <laughs> it it all makes sense why he would be the mayor. <laughs> in, re, in reality, fictional he would no characters. Fictional Fiction. characters. Well, I mean, you, you never know. I mean, there may be a guy like Hubie out there. You yeah, know, that's getting picked on every day and, and riding bicycles. Yeah, I mean. Oh, Actually, let me. What about this thing? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, what about this thing, real quick? 
they the escalation of things being thrown at him and him dodging. It started off like eggs and things like that. Every time it gets a little bit more crazier things being thrown at him like poop. You know, then one point yeah. like literally a television or something like that. Or a yeah. lap, like and then at one point a flaming arrow went towards his head. What do you think about this? I think this was just uh, an attempt to, to throw everything in the kitchen sink at him, so to speak. Uh, it was over the top. It was meant to be over the top. Um, there's no explanation I can give you, Aaron, why they did this. They did it. Just, <laughs> they did it because Adam, Adam said, Adam "Let's do this." I say they did it because Adam thought it'd be funny. Um, that'd be my reasoning for. It wasn't necessary, though. Uh, it kind of was taking me out uh, of the movie at that point when they were just throwing everything at him. Like, I think as an audience watching this movie, they probably be like, okay, we get it. <laughs> he's not liked. He's picked on. You know, people throwing things at him. We get it. They did it a little bit too much, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think that uh, you know they. I'm trying to. Uh, you stop talking while I was doing something. Uh, I wish I you didn't. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, <laughs> this uh, this movie. Uh, what's the biggest gripe you have about this movie? Uh, the biggest gripe. Um, you know. I would have to say, honestly, the mother. Uh, and that's nitpicking for me, but I just have to. I, I, I got a little annoyed. Not, I don't think I got as much annoyed as you did with the t shirts, but her character overall, I, I just, again, if they would have cast Kathy Bates, I think it would have went much smoother with her character. I think her character would have been more memorable. Um, but for me, it is the mother. But I get why she was doing what she was doing, protecting her son. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know. There was something, excuse me, there was something about her that I just fell off. I don't know. Because it's not Kathy Bates. That's why. It's not. I mean, if you, if you can get Kathy Bates, you get Kathy Bates. Um, but yeah, I mean, my biggest gripe of the movie is um, I felt like the I felt like the constant jokes of the the boner jokes. I thought that was it was getting a little old. Well, no, I'll say it'd be his his over the top fear, you know, of things. I thought that it was that was a little stale. Yeah, a little stale for me. Um, but we're ready to go ahead and go for the scores unless there's something else you want to mention. Well, I just wanted to, to say this. I, I did enjoy Adam's performance in this movie. There were times where I couldn't understand what he was saying. <laughs> like, but that, that's part of the character. It reminded me of the character from uh, the movie he did with Adam Sandberg where he was the father Sometimes you really couldn't under I don't know if that was commode or what. That was a thunder. Oh, it's thunder. Okay, yeah. It's thunder in here too. Um, 
But yeah, I, I couldn't understand everything he was saying, but I felt for his character and I, I, I loved his performance. Uh, it, it reminded me a little bit of the Waterboy meets Little Nicky. Yeah. That makes any sense at all. <laughs> makes perfect but sense. That, that was be my final thoughts on him as an, a character in the movie. Um, yeah. I, I believe he was a real person, unlike Kevin James. Uh, my uh, my final <laughs> thoughts on the movie is well, we go. I'm going to give it when I give up my score. So first, I'm going to let you give you a score, Brandon. I'm the three point five. I had fun with it. All right, three point five out of five on the markout meter, and uh, I'm going to give it a three markouts out of five on the markout meter. Uh, my score is I had fun with it as well. There were some things that annoyed me a little bit, but overall, I didn't think it was a bad movie. Uh, I thought it was an entertaining movie, and uh, it's, it's it's always good to see. It's like seeing Adam Sandler is like seeing an old friend. So that's my thoughts on uh, that. Um, but all right, so that's gonna wrap it up. Uh, before we wrap, I was gonna show tell you next week we're gonna be doing Train to Busan. Um, this is uh, a Korean horror film. Came out several years ago. It is uh, one of the, in my opinion, one, Brandon hasn't seen it yet. So I have not seen it. I've never seen a Korean horror film in my life. So oh, this will be a first. Oh, <laughs> but uh, this is uh, one of the best uh, Korean horror films. And it's going to start Brandon watching them. So, And I, I, have, I have some stuff to show you but uh but yeah that's what's coming up next week and uh and in the meantime and in between time Aaron Whitlow Brandon Spavi and we are the Mark Out Movie Podcasters thank you for marking out with us